0: Welcome back to Mom Life Crisis.
1: I'm Nikki. I'm Lori. Just two disgruntled mamas bringing you laughs, tears, and a good old time. So sit back and enjoy. Hey, everyone. Happy Wednesday. We're talking about
0: babies.
1: Not making babies. Oh, goody.
0: Oh, wait. Oh, we're not talking about making babies. All right, fine.
1: No, not making babies. We're talking about their first year at home.
0: Oh, jeez.
1: Yeah. I just... I. That kind of brought PTSD back to me.
0: Oh, the flashbacks are coming. The flashbacks.
1: It, it, I never want to be there again.
0: I loved
1: being pregnant. I loved having a newborn, but that first year, I think that first year alone, especially when you've never had a baby and you have to learn everything pretty much on your own because, you know, everybody gives you 10,001 different ideas. Oh, I know all kinds of shit on what to do with your baby, but Mm -hmm. ultimately you have to learn all that shit on your own.
0: And the books don't really prepare you either. Like they can talk about what you should do, but they don't explain how to do things. Right. Fuck those books. You know, once you're out of the
1: hospital and you're on your way home, the first things first, make sure you have a car seat
0: And make sure Mm -hmm. it's
1: actually installed into your vehicle.
0: Yeah, they will not let you leave unless they see that there is a car seat properly installed.
1: Right, and it's never fun when you have to try to install a car seat on the spot. Mm -hmm. Not that it happened to me per se, but... I have seen it happen where I had to put in the car seat for my brother Mm. because when he had his first child, it was like, what the fuck is this? None of us had kids. This was his first child, my first Mm -hmm. nephew. And we're like trying to figure out how to put this fucking car seat in. And then you got to make sure you put it in correctly. Just don't wait to the last minute to do that. Dude, I
0: was overly prepared for like a month before this baby for for any of my kids came because I was so paranoid that I'm like, I'm not going to know how to do anything. I'm not going to. I was packed for a month. Well, better you than me, because I wasn't fucking (laughs) packed. I told you with
1: Mateo, we just threw all kinds of shit in the bag. I didn't know if that's (laughs) what I needed. I didn't know if that was going to do.
0: We just threw everything in the fucking bag because we were supposed to. Yeah, um, I didn't know what I needed. They don't tell you what you need. And then not to mention the fact that the first hospital I gave birth in was like totally from the Stone Age because I didn't have my own shower. They gave me a bucket and they're like, here's a washcloth. I'm like, I'm fucking standing at the sink like a goddamn hooker. What caveman (laughs) shit is this? (laughs) I was just, I was like, um, okay, okay. I'm like, how am I supposed to wash my privates? And they're like, oh, well, here's a washcloth and a bottle. I'm like, I'm like, this this doesn't seem sanitary. Yeah, that doesn't <laughs> seem like it's going to work for me, ma'am.
1: Sorry. <laughs> if it wasn't for YouTube, I wouldn't know what to have packed for my second pregnancy. But for my first pregnancy, I'm telling you, I just, I grabbed anything and everything that I can get. So, you know, the thing was, I had a feeling that Mateo was going to be born in July and I always said that I told my mom, I was like, this boy is not gonna be born in August, and I should have went with my gut instinct. But being that I was scheduled to have a C section with him on August, the fourth or the fifth, whatever the case may be, I thought I had time. So I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm going to wash everything this weekend. I have time. Yeah, no, Mateo was like, I'm out of this. I'm out of here. I'm ready to come out. So yeah, everything was just thrown into the bag. Luckily, I put together his bassinet because not even his crib was put up.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I put Aria's pack and play bassinet while I was having contractions. (laughs) That one, first one, go figure. We had everything else planned out. And then I was like, we don't have a bed for this child. So I think we should start off
1: with what should be done before the baby is brought home because that's pretty important. So first things first, make sure your bags are packed.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I mean your bag and the baby's bag because you need two separate bags. I did that the first time and I was like, this is too many goddamn bags. I was like, I'm going to throw everything into one duffel bag. And let's talk about what to pack because my first one I overpacked. Like you would think I was standing, staying at like a five-star hotel for a weekend. Right. Whereas my son, I'm like, eh, I'll just throw in these pair of sweats. So let's see here for, should we start with mamas or should we start with the babies? Let's
1: start with mamas. Okay. So mamas, if you don't want to wear that ugly (laughs) hospital gown, they have maternity gowns
0: that you can purchase that are yes, La- labor gowns. They yes. are so adorable too, because some of them come with like a little matching robe. Cause I, that's, that's the one that I got. And I'm like, Oh, my pictures look so cute because I have this cute little robe and you know, gown on. <laughs> mm-hmm. You want something that's comfortable. And if you're going to take pictures, you want something that's going to be cute in the
1: pictures. Yep. Also, you have to make sure that they are a labor gown because, you know, God forbid anything happens. They have to be able to get it off of you or, Mm -hmm. you know, take your pressure and all that other good stuff. That's one. I didn't Mm -hmm. have any of that. I was in the (laughs) ugly gown.
0: (laughs) I was in the ugly gown the first time around. So I get it. Socks and slippers. Yes, yes,
1: yes. Once again, you don't want to. I mean, not for nothing. I loved my hospital socks. Oh, the socks? Well, the socks, not the slippers. They didn't get any slippers. They're
0: they're sock slippers because they had the grippies on the bottom. Right, the grippies on the, (laughs) yeah, the grippies. So if you don't want to wear those, make sure you bring your own socks and your slippers. So and they, they also sell really super cute labor socks as well, where it was like on the bottom of it, it says time to push or ready to push or mm-hmm. whatever. I had those two for my they're, second one. They're
1: super adorable. They're so cute. Cause the Un- first,
0: the hospital slippers are like so scratchy and they then are. they're huge. They gave me like XXXXX large. I'm like, dude,
1: like, where am I supposed to fit these? Like, am I exactly. supposed to just throw them over my body?
0: <laughs> exactly
1: what else? Nursing bra. Yes. Let me tell you how important a nursing bra is. Because once you give birth, you are now going to start producing Colossum and breast milk. Now, not everybody is going to breastfeed and not everyone is going to, you know, continue on that journey. But for me, I got so engorged that thank God I had a nursing bra to be able to hold these watermelons in because they hurt (laughs) so bad so bad. And not only that, it's easier. Um, So for my son, I attempted to breastfeed him, he didn't take to it. Um, My daughter did breastfeed, so it was a lot easier to just take off that little snappy part Mm -hmm. of the nursing bra and just get her to latch on instead of having to whip out my whole titty. And, you know, (laughs) especially when you have nurses coming in and out of your room all the time, Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, well, I don't want to be exposed. And you over here looking at my boobies all the time. So nursing bras definitely help. They also have really cute um, nursing tank tops.
0: They do have yes, I've I had a couple of those as well. Let me tell you, I wasn't able to nurse both my kids because for a myriad of reasons, but a nursing bra still helped because just in case, and if you know for a fact that you're not gonna be nursing. A sports bra, a really, really good sports bra. Because yes. as Nikki said, your breasts gets so engorged and they're so tender, and you just ouch. So you anything breathe to, on them and they yes. hurt. So anything to keep them together and tight, like that's what you don't want them moving anywhere because anywhere. it's so painful. It, is it really
1: is so painful. Mm-hmm. Now, if you are going to breastfeed, they have nipple shields. I mean, sometimes I believe the hospital gives them to you. The yeah. hospital that I was in, they gave me they gave them to shields. me too. Mm-hmm. Um, a pump they supply you one in the hospital. I believe if your insurance covers it. If not, bring your own pump and your supplies to pump your breast milk
0: into. The way the hospital pumps work is that if you're struggling to breastfeed but you still try, you still want to, they actually will lend you for the duration of your stay a pump. But if you plan on pumping outside, you definitely want a higher quality pump. And I would say 98% of insurances do cover pumps. So around your seventh or eighth month, call your insurance, let them know that you're interested in getting a pump. They'll give you the information you need and they usually give you a list of the pumps that are on there and they do have really good quality pumps. They do. And it's free. So that's definitely something you should look into.
1: Also, you want nipple ointment. You want nipple ointment. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say it again. You want nipple ointment (laughs) because you do not want cracked nipples. Those hurt like a bitch. Yeah. They hurt so bad. So mm-hmm. bad.
0: Let's get to also, you would want a change of clothes. Oh, I was getting and, to that next. And and also, ladies, don't yeah. think that just because you had a baby, you're going to be going back into your size four jeans. Absolutely no. not. Listen, you want <laughs> to be the
1: most comfortable leaving that yep. hospital because you are going to be in pain regardless of if you had a natural birth mm-hmm. or if you had a C-section. So you want something comfortable. You and you still, something-
0: you still have a little weight on you. Like mm-hmm. your stomach doesn't automatically get flat. So you're still going to have a pouch, a nice pair of, you know, sweatpants or, or yoga really pants. cute ones or yoga pants. Or if it's like during the summer, a nice little like maxi
1: dress, just something flowy, something light, yep. something loose. You and don't it'll want be anything
0: constricting. Exactly. And it'll be the size of what your pregnancy size is so okay. definitely take that into consideration don't come to the hospital with like three sizes too small
1: also things that people don't talk about you want to make sure you bring chapstick you want to make sure you bring lotion make sure you bring your hair brushes your gel your shampoo and all of that because yep. it's not supplied to you in the hospital and I'm nope. pretty sure you don't want to look like the wicked witch of the west but hair is just sticking up all over the place and chap lips and you know all that if you wear contacts bring your solution bring your contact mm-hmm. cases I brought ear uh, like my my earphones to listen to music to try
0: to help me relax if that helps
1: you you can do that
0: Um, An extra pillow, like from your own house, because the pillows in the hospitals are like so uncomfortable. So I also brought my own blanket. Yeah, your own blanket if you want to. Uh, Although I love the hospital blankets because there's, I actually took one from the hospital. It was just so warm. (laughs) Like it's really warm. (laughs) But yes, like, you know, if you're comfortable with like your own pillow, your own blanket, definitely anything to make you comfortable, Mm -hmm. then it's it's a must.
1: Snacks are important for after you give birth because you cannot eat when you're in labor. So once you pop that baby out, you're going to be hungry. So Mm -hmm. make sure you bring snacks and drinks that you like. Yep. Make sure you bring your phone, your charger, because chargers.
0: Very important to bring your chargers
1: (laughs) because your battery will go very quickly. Of course, important stuff that you need to bring with you, your insurance card, your ID. I don't know how most, at least in my experience, we could bring like if we wanted to bring candles and stuff. To I, I wasn't trying to set the mood for anything. I just wanted this baby to be born. I think that's
0: a very hospital specific thing. So call your hospital in advance to see if you can bring those extra things. And that also includes labor balls Mm -hmm. or anything like that the hospital normally doesn't give. You always want to call in advance to see if you're able to bring those things. Right.
1: And also in advance, you can actually call your hospital and have a tour of the labor Mm -hmm. department before you give birth. So that way you can see where you are going to be giving birth, the labor department, all you know maternity ward and get familiar with the hospital that you're going to be in
0: and i cannot stress this enough especially if you have to drive a ways to get to the hospital make sure you have multiple routes already planned Mm mm-hmm Mm -hmm. yes because the last thing you want to do is you know let's say hit traffic because there's an accident on one route and then you end up giving birth in the car
1: also if you're not driving but you have someone driving you make sure you have an alternate person who will be able to take you to the hospital because like i said i could with mateo Originally, my brother was supposed to take me to the hospital, but he Mm -hmm. was working and couldn't get out of work. So we ended up having to call my uncle in the middle of the night to take me. Luckily, he was available. So, yeah, make sure you have your plan of action, your birthing Mm -hmm. plan. And please don't try to
0: drive yourself to the hospital either.
1: (laughs) Yeah, if you can, not please stay away from that because those contractions are no joke. That's all you need to be Mm -hmm. driving. Just what else? So, yeah, I mean. I didn't have a birthing plan per se because I already knew that I was going to have a C section. It was a scheduled C section. So I pretty much knew what was going to happen. But for those moms that are interested in a birth plan, you know, make sure you go over it with your doctor, the hospital, when you do go for your walkthrough in the maternity ward. Some hospitals allow certain things, whereas other hospitals don't. If you're interested Mm -hmm. in a water birth, look for somewhere that's going to accommodate that for you. But you also have to understand that sometimes things happen. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. and your You birth have to be plan, flexible, right? You can't just be focused on what you want in your birth plan because things happen all the time. And at the end of the day, it's just let's get this baby out safe. Yep. There's women that want, you know, home births, and then God forbid something happens mm-hmm. and they can't do that, they have to come to the hospital, and they want to be upset about it. But you know what? It's about you and the baby's health. Exactly. So make sure you're flexible with your birth plan. Mm-hmm. Now let's move on to baby. Is there anything else that I'm missing?
0: I don't think so. I think that was pretty much
1: the I gist mean, of it. You don't have to. Overpack, believe me. yeah no absolutely not so for babies you don't necessarily have to pack diapers and wipes because in the hospital you're mm-hmm. going to be given so many of that take everything, everything. once again take everything <laughs> formula yes. diapers blankets
0: everything take it everything all. yep empty it, empty out those cabinets the every little... every day empty out the carts yes. and then they'll just restock it and then you could just empty that out
1: yes onesies so depending on when you give birth like if it's in the spring summer winter you want to make sure that you have clothing that accommodates the baby Mm -hmm. um for the most part inside of the hospital they're going to be swaddled up most of the time
0: and they have the little shirts
1: yeah. So um, I, I mean, I brought like long sleeve
0: onesies, short sleeve onesies just in case because sometimes the hospital is cold. And- I personally for me. So for my for my daughter, I left her in the hospital shirts and the hospital blankets for my son. I actually brought several pairs of onesies like the pajamas like the long sleeve zip-ups right I and mm-hmm. I would send him to I would send him you know whenever whenever they had to check them and mainly that was for my own comfort because I knew that if they came like if he came back with that same pajama I knew that was my baby right right yes <laughs> but but I also had like the nursing staff say how cute he was <laughs> of course <laughs>
1: What else? They were so yeah. So like onesies, it could be like the regular plain like onesies, or like Lori said, the zip up onesies. They're really cute ones.
0: Mm-hmm. They
1: have like sets, you know, like especially for like the baby girls. They have like the bows and oh yeah, so adorable. The onesie and the the swaddle the swaddle blanket. I didn't bring any swaddle blankets. I don't remember bringing any because I remember in the hospital they they give you like a whole bunch of them. So unless you want like a personalized blanket that you want the baby mm-hmm. to be in or take pictures in, then you can take that.
0: Actually, um, so what I did, right? Because yes, the hospital gives you unlimited blankets, but for the life of me, no matter how many videos I watched, I could not swallow the damn baby. Like all the time, it would be a hot mess and mm-hmm. his arms would be flailing about. So what I did was, I think it's, Swaddle me. Uh, Yeah, like this. Yes, I I brought like those swaddle me. I don't know, blankets, swaddles, whatever. It's it's a swaddle me like I want to say
1: like a blanket, but yeah,
0: like it literally just has Velcro. It does all the swaddle work for you. And it was a godsend. Yeah, it really was a godsend.
1: What else? I mean, you could bring them socks. That, but like I said, in the hospital, they give you all these things. It's all, I guess, up to the parent if you want these personalized items. Because like I said, they give you a shit ton of things. And the they hospital. really do. Birth cloths. You could bring that if you want to. I just use the receiving blankets that yep, I had. That's in what the I hospital. did too. I r- honestly really didn't bring that much other than a going home outfit.
0: Other than that, everything
1: else was just yeah, like regular it was- like. It was onesies. simple.
0: Yep. it was simple because, like you said, the hospital pretty much gives you everything. So now you've given birth,
1: you're ready for hospital. Now it's time to bring baby home.
0: Welcome home. Now, now the fun really begins. <laughs> Exactly. It,
1: it really does. So the first week is pretty much like you getting used to having baby at home. You're going to be tired. You're going to be very mm-hmm. tired. For me, I don't remember like reading anything where it would say like if the baby is hungry to up. It's out. Listen, my baby was hungry. I was feeding my baby. If you was hungry, (laughs) if it was hungry, I was, I listen, cause you're not going to be crying all night. So like with Mateo, Mateo was a good baby. I used to give him his bottle. He used to sleep. I used to wake him up because I'm like, why is this boy not waking up? Why is he not waking Mm -hmm. up? I used to wake him up feed him, put him back to sleep. When I did go for his first appointment, his doctor pretty much was like, listen, if he's sleeping during the night, give him his bottle, let him sleep. And when he wakes up, give him his next bottle. So yeah, during this time, you're just going to get to know your baby, your the sleep schedule. Usually mm-hmm. babies tend to eat every three to four hours. That was Mateo being that he was formula fed. Kaylee, on the other hand, mm-hmm. was like every two hours. She was literally on my titty all day all day it was like every two hours and then it was you know
0: comfort feeding even even with even with bottle fed um i remember my kids always seemed like they were hungry Mm -hmm. and i'm like goodness gracious yeah and like you said, the books are like, oh, if it's if it's breastfeeding, then you want to do every two to three hours. If it's bottle feeding, you want to do every three to four hours. Right, and, and then they like- say you're
1: supposed to give them like two ounces. Listen, my kids at one week old were eating like four, they were drinking four ounces of milk. I was not going to starve my child, sorry.
0: Nope, yeah, even that, like if you feed your child, let's say two ounces and you see that they're still hungry, then give them like another half ounce or an ounce. And then now, you know, for the next time, that you have to up it mm-hmm. you can't keep them on two ounces because it's clearly not working
1: yeah and a lot of the times they're, you're gonna figure out very quickly that these babies are not gonna be happy with two ounces of milk
0: yeah babies don't agree with schedules of any kind at so. all <laughs> at all don't think that you're gonna be like my baby's gonna go to bed at eight on the dot and then it's gonna wake up at seven on the dot no absolutely not just no absolutely and just when you think that you have them on a schedule
1: it gets all fucked up Mm -hmm. so don't don't ever think during the first year of having a baby that it's gonna be scheduled yep also when baby is home you want to make sure you're checking their milestones so some babies are going to be faster than others some develop later but there are certain things that you have to look out for um, as far as far as milestones. So you want to be doing that from, you know, when you get baby home,
0: but I also wouldn't put too much stake into the milestones because
1: especially during the first year.
0: Yeah. I feel like a lot of babies tend to develop at their own rate. So, Mm -hmm. you know, my daughter started walking at 10 months my son didn't like started walking after 12 months right my daughter talked at you know 10 months and my son talked at a year and a half Mm -hmm. so it's like yeah but
1: so like that's why I say like every child develops differently Mm -hmm. in my case my son Mateo is autistic so I'm well with him his first year he didn't show signs of autism it wasn't until he was about 15 months old that we started seeing signs of autism but like with Kaylee Kaylee started walking at like seven eight months this girl yeah. was ready to go from when she, <laughs> I mean she from came the moment she was born literally and she was she didn't start speaking until she was about maybe a year year and a half as well but and once she started she mm-hmm. she didn't stop yeah so yeah week two is literally when The whole postpartum thing can start coming into effect. So, you know, start looking for signs of like baby blues. Mositis is usually happens around this time. I had mositis like three times and it was horrible. Also, I believe it's after a week or once the umbilical cord falls off, that's when you give baby... A bath. First bath.
0: Yeah. Otherwise you can do like a wet Mm washcloth, but otherwise, yes. Until the umbilical cord falls off, you don't give a bath. Week three,
1: some babies tend to develop colic. I I don't think I've ever had to deal with colic with any of my kids.
0: My son had colic. It wasn't horrible. Like I've heard horror stories, but yeah, there were times when he just would not stop crying for anything. Like, and and he was fed, he was burped, he was everything, but he would not stop crying. It was a rough time. <laughs> oh,
1: I, I could only, I can only imagine. And it also says that during week three, you can actually start introducing regular tummy time, you know, for them to hold their heads up eventually.
0: Yeah, you know, my son hated tummy time so so much, so much. He actually turned himself, he rolled over at three weeks babies don't roll over to like two, three months. Right. And he rolled over at three weeks. He was, he was like, like, fuck, fuck this, this mom. shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he really was. <laughs> he was like, fuck this. I don't want to do and this. Nope. <laughs> so by week six, week seven, that's usually when mama has to go back for their physical. This is when you would basically talk to your doctor if you're having any signs of Baby blues, postpartum depression. Also, babies. I think it's after. What is it? Their second day home. That's when they go for their first their first checkup. Is this second or? I don't remember. I think think it was like two days.
0: It really depends. I know I had to go after two days for a checkup because both of my kids had jaundice. Okay. And so they had to go for checkups just because they want to make sure that everything is okay with their liver and they're not actually like, but it's actually common. Jaundice in babies is actually very common. Mm -hmm. So don't freak out if the doctors say your baby has jaundice. So my kids had jaundice. All it meant was that they got to spend like one extra day in the hospital and a checkup two days later with their primary care doctor.
1: Okay. Okay. Month two. So this is
0: going to be your baby's second month
1: checkup. I don't remember my kids getting their vaccines month two i believe it was month three here it says month two but i i guess between month two and month three your kids are going to be getting Mm -hmm. their vaccinations god i i'm I'm like trying to think back to like (laughs) what it was to having a baby in the house like the first so i mean for me like i said With Mateo, it was a great experience because Mateo was such a good baby. So I really didn't have too many issues with him. He used to sleep through the night. I used to Mm -hmm. feed him. That was it. He was such a happy baby. He wasn't really cranky unless he wanted a bottle like really bad. Other than that, he was a good baby. Kaylee, on the other hand, never slept. Wanted to eat (laughs) all day wanted to be held all the time they were like complete opposites she was just crying like nonstop, and it wasn't even colic it was just she wanted to be held she didn't want to go to sleep and if she wanted to go to sleep it was on top of me she didn't want to sleep in her bassinet she's like no hold me if not hear the songs of my people (laughs) (laughs) it was it was crazy
0: see both my kids were actually so my daughter was actually a super good sleeper from the moment she was born I mean I I I had to wake her up to feed her she would sleep 13 hours like it was insane and then she would Mm -hmm. take naps throughout the day Mm -hmm. my son was a good sleeper but he still woke up every four hours however I never turned on the light when he woke up in the middle of the night and so I had like a little night light and I would keep that on I would Changed him very quickly I would feed him very quickly put him right back to bed and he was out like a light so Mm -hmm. he was so even though he woke up every four hours he was still like a really good sleeper in terms of I could actually get him back to bed
1: right yeah no not Kaylee I've I even looked at her she would wake up and it's like (laughs) oh you're up mom okay I'm up too I'm like oh my god please (laughs) please just go to sleep I mean the kids start doing things they start rolling over they start picking their heads up crazy thing is Kaylee like picked her head up like right off the bat like I gave birth to her and she was just like picking her head up and I'm like first of all little one you're a preemie that's one you weren't even supposed to be born right now you're you're just 35 weeks and she's over here just picking her head up looking at everybody like she would hear sounds and she's just like looking around I'm like what what kind of
0: super baby is this what is going on John was the same way from the like from birth. He was always picking his head up probably why he rolled over at three weeks and because he's like I don't need tummy time get me right this
1: all in all I mean the first year of having a baby you're not going to sleep. Nope, for the most part because not only is it because of the baby but you worry. Like, I don't know about you, yes. but every every
0: five seconds I would put my finger under their nose. yep, or or poke (laughs) them to make sure that they're moving. Like I I
1: used to poke them. Oh, I still do it to this day. They'll be sleeping and I'm like poking them just to make sure they're okay. It's like- I still do it too. Yeah, being a parent just puts you on edge. You just- It really does.
0: You become the lightest sleeper (laughs) ever. Anything, you hear Anything. anything and
1: it's like you're popping up. Yep. I can be in like the deepest of sleep and as soon as I hear something, I'm just up like, mm-hmm. what are they okay? What's going on? It's a lot. It's very emotional because your hormones are completely out of whack. So on top of like being a mom, being a mo- new mom, even if you're not a new mom, being a mom again, mm-hmm. having to have a newborn and, and a toddler or a newborn and an older child, whatever the case may be it's still, you know, you're, you're just like, what the fuck is going on? You're used to (laughs) (laughs) on one, on one hand, you have a child and you were used to having that one child and Mm -hmm. raising that child. And now you add another one into the mix. And it's like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Yeah. It's always worrying, panicking about your children, making sure that they're okay and healthy.
0: Mm -hmm. I remember Googling everything. Oh, same. I'm like, my son is shaking this way. Is this normal? Google, tell me, let me know. And I'm just like, (laughs) all the time. I'm just like, if I had Google when my daughter was born, like, I think I wouldn't have been as panicky. I think I would, like, I, I, you know what it is. I feel like Google made me more panicky than anything because you because, know, with Google, it's like you're gonna listen, die.
1: exactly. At the end of the day, you put your symptoms in with Google, and it's like, oh, you're, you're gonna die. You have cancer. You have it's like, what the fuck, Google? Yeah, I used to look everything up too. And even on, on YouTube, I'm like, okay, well, look, symptoms of,
0: yeah, and it's like, oh, well, your baby could have, and I'm like, what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See. So I'm like, I feel like in a sense I was a lot less nervous or nerve wrecked with my daughter than my son because I didn't we didn't have Google back in the day. Like Google was like I think shortly after, mm-hmm. or I leak, or maybe it was like just up and coming and Yahoo search and AOL search. They were just not that well. You know, I had advanced. I had
1: Google for Mateo and Kaylee, and I was fucking nerve wrecked. Well, it was that's like- why. <laughs> completely nerve-wracked like i i there was times like he would have a cough and oh and that's another thing oh goodness babies and sicknesses Mm -hmm. when they're so young that there's nothing you can do you can't give them medication you can't there's really nothing you can do like so kaylee actually she had a really bad cold when she was i want to say she was like three months and you can't give them cough medicine you can't give them any kind of medication it basically has to like
0: run its course Mm
1: -hmm. and it's like how the fuck it supposed to run Of course, my poor baby can't breathe. Yep. She's sneezing. She's coughing. Like, what's going on? Mateo had a, a pneumonia. And the crazy mm. thing with well, Mateo, I took him to the hospital the first time that he, he had a pneumonia twice. Oh. The first time that he had a pneumonia, he was, I believe, six months. I took him to the hospital and I'm like, he's not like, you you know, your child, you know, like Mm -hmm. how they act. He was laying in bed with me. And you know what? No, he wasn't six months. He was like a year because he was a little bigger. He was laying in bed with me and I'm looking at him. And even though he was still like active, his breathing was off. And I'm looking at him like there's something wrong here. He's not this he's it it, no so I'm like Joe I need to take him to the hospital he's like oh he's fine he's just he's sick and I'm like no I need to take him to the hospital Mm -hmm. he's not breathing right took him to the hospital and of course they're like oh he just has a cold he's fine I'm like no there's something wrong with my son I was like he's not breathing correctly Mm -hmm. if you look at his breathing it's not normal So they were like, well, we'll do an x-ray. The doctor, you know, listened to him. He was like, we'll do an x-ray. They did an x-ray on him. And lo and behold, he had a pneumonia and it was behind his heart. Mm. So if they wouldn't have done an x-ray, they would have never caught it.
0: Oh, wow. That's scary. Yeah. Fun times.
1: These are things you have to look forward to. Yep. And then the second time being that he's autistic, Mateo could be sick and he's still jumping, running, doing all of this. So when I took him to the hospital, the doctor, I actually, I was almost like 2.5 seconds from punching her in her face. Oh, damn. Because she's like, does this look like a sick child to you? I'm like, yeah, he does. He does look like a sick child to me because I know my son and he's not breathing properly. So yes, he does look like a sick child. And I want an x-ray because the last time that I was here, he had an pneumonia and it was behind his heart and it was almost not caught. So yeah, I want an x-ray. She was like, well... I can tell you, there's nothing wrong with him, and I'm like, I'm his mother, and I can tell you there is. Yeah. So once again, they did an X-ray, and he had an pneumonia in his in his left lung. And she came in, she was like, "Oh wow, you really know your son? No, bitch, <laughs>
0: really, <laughs> really. And you're a fucking doctor. Give me your fucking degree. I've had I've had fights with doctors too about diagnoses that my kids had, <laughs> and it's just like you have to fight for your kid. Oh, like all the time. you know, you know your kid. You're with your 100%. kid all the time.
1: Mm -hmm. and uh, you know that that this is this is what you have to deal with as a parent like you get your kids rather they're babies or they're older (laughs) you're never ever gonna be at peace being a parent never so yeah the first year also let's get back to that you have to child proof your house I never child
0: I've never childproofed my house. I never but childproof, I, But I also kept an eye on where my kids were. Right. But if you're not going to, because there are yeah. plenty of parents who do <laughs> oh, not pay attention
1: to their children, I child-proof, agree. childproof your house.
0: Yeah. The only, I think the only childproofing I did were like the wall socket covers. Yes. yes. That's it. Mm-hmm. Everything else I'm Oh, like, yeah. Oh, I didn't I child-proof. had. I mean, I had, I had a couple of baby gates just so they wouldn't go in the kitchen. I never even had a baby
1: gate. I think (laughs) I just like put him in his playpen and that was about it.
0: And then he just started learning how to climb out of it. See, and that's the thing. Like my son, we didn't have a baby gate for a while, but then my son was like, oh word, I can crawl up the stairs. I, and then he would (laughs) go up the stairs and then he'd get trapped because he didn't know how to get back down. (laughs) And so I had to go get him. I'm like, all right, it's time for a baby gate in front of the stairs. Yeah. But otherwise, I didn't do like the doorknobs or the toilet. I just yeah, I the door. Yeah, I any of that either. Like, I, I, I can hear my doors opening. Mm-hmm. And I never had anything on the cabinets either. But I tell you, once these kids start
1: crawling, they are going to get into everything.
0: Oh, everything. Everything. Mm-hmm.
1: There is nothing safe once these kids start crawling. So yeah, so there's the crawling phase. There's the the walking stage. The walking stage is the funniest because they're so so wobbly and they can't really, you know, Mm -hmm. walk properly. So it's like they get up, they walk a couple of steps and fall over.
0: Yeah, my son looked like a baby deer. (laughs) Like he looked like a sumo wrestler because his legs were like really wide and then he'd take these (laughs) really wide steps. I'm like, oh, he's a little baby sumo. Kaylee was
1: lazy. Kaylee used to act like she didn't know how to walk. I had to actually record her walking because her doctor was like, oh, she's not walking yet. I'm like, she walks, she stands up and she walks. She does. (laughs) I put her down in the doctor's office and she sat on the floor and just looked at me like, no mom, I don't walk. I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, okay, I got you. So at one time at my parents' house, she got up and she was walking like all over the place and I'm recording her. I'm like, yeah. I got you. Uh-huh. And as soon as she saw me with the camera, she just plopped herself oh, back yeah. down.
0: Like, I yep. don't know what you're talking about. I wasn't walking. But they do that all the time. Oh, big John. Time. John used to laugh all the time. But the second he saw my phone, he gets serious. I'm like, really, bro? Really? hmm mm-hmm.
1: Yep. They see that phone and it's like, I'm not doing anything. I don't know what yep. you're talking about. But also within the first year, I love the first year because they're so cuddly. They want to be with mommy all the time. Oh, they yeah. want to be held and kissed and all that. Because once they they start like that 15 month to like terrible two time, they don't want anything to do with you. They They think they're <laughs> independent. They want to do everything on their own. Yep. You know, so enjoy them while you can, while they're little and they love you.
0: My favorite part of that first year, and I tell everybody that it's my favorite part because it's just so darn cute, is when they put their feet in their mouth.
1: Yep, that's what I was going to, yeah, because you always said that. Yep, I, I loved when they, yeah, when they, they start recognizing like their hands and their feet and just everything just goes into yes
0: it is it's really cute to just watch them become little explorers because again they're learning about their entire world around them and they're teeny so Mm -hmm. things look huge from down there oh yeah
1: I have a thing with baby breath. So I oh love my god, baby I love breath. baby breath. I used to just like hold yes. them and just oh my god, it's so intoxicating. they I, I don't their know. Their breath I, and their hair, yes. like oh yes. Oh my god, there was it. nothing like a, like a good smelling baby. Like when nope. you give them a bath and brush them all out and lotion them up. It's like, oh, I want to hold you forever. Yep. You smell they, so
0: good. I know. Now they're just stinky. Yeah, all
1: the all time. All the time. <laughs> They really are. They yep. are. It's like, no matter what you do, it's like, oh nope. my God, what is wrong with you? Oh, I
0: know. <laughs> why do you smell like that? I know. <laughs> oh God. And their feet. I'm like, oh. why are, Why do your feet smell like cheese? Like Why? Uh-huh. 25 years old.
1: There is no reason. <laughs> no, <laughs> are you smelling like a grown man? <laughs> Talking about smells. Let's get into it because <laughs> the poop. Oh, geez. The poop. So now the first poop is this oh, yeah. black tar. Tar,
0: yeah. Thick,
1: disgusting
0: mm-hmm. poop.
1: It is so smelly. It is disgusting. Disgusting. And I think that, well, I don't know. Like after reading a couple of articles, they're like, oh, it ha- it happens still at home. Um, My children did it in the hospital. And I don't remember them having that kind of poop at home.
0: I think. John, John had it in the hospital. And I think maybe once more when we were at home, but so, it wasn't as bad as the first, right?
1: One. Yeah. The, that first diaper mm-hmm. that for, I can't even describe it to you. Like it's something that you're going to experience. And it's just like, what the fuck is this?
0: Or I don't know about you, but both my kids always had fucking explosive diapers. That literally shit would up, go their up their back, their, back. Into their hair. Yes. 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 And I'm like to get to get that off of them, and it's just like throw oh, the I'm whole just, baby away. Yep. <laughs> I'm just like, throw it's- the whole
1: baby away. You literally have to throw them into a bath. Literally, because there is no other way. And those clothes, they're going in the garbage. Don't even think that I (laughs) washed any of those clothes. Those clothes went straight into the fucking garbage. Yep. Now with, I think Mateo had that maybe twice. I want to say maybe twice, maybe three times. That's Kaylee. (laughs) I don't know if it was because she was breastfed, but this girl used to shit out of her diaper. Oh, it used to be down
0: her legs, mm-hmm. up her back, up her neck. I'm like, how? How does it? Wh- how does it get there? It can't be a breastfeeding thing because John was the same way. Oh my god, all it the time, was so bad. It got to the point where I was like, I'm tired of throwing out clothes and doing laundry. Just leave them in a diaper. That's it. I was like, you know what? You're a summer baby. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're just mm-hmm. gonna go diaper the whole time. Yep. It horrible
1: horrible mm-hmm. i mean if you want birth control just look at a just look at a picture of a baby yeah. completely shitted from like the neck down
0: and the thing is i always thought like ew this is so gross it smells gross but girl when they start solids that's a whole other type of nasty ass smell
1: oh my god
0: yeah so <laughs> formula and breast milk poop i mean it, it's
1: stinky you know but, but it's not horrible it's once that fucking solid hits your stomach <laughs> holy shit literally, literally. <laughs> it is something out of this fucking world yeah it's, it's like you went from a child to a 50 year old man who ate like five fucking hamburgers that were rotted mm-hmm. what it, what is that it what really is, it knocks you back like whew. oh my god it is so bad so bad
0: and then it's like the continuous poop because they're just literally poop machines and then it's funny because once you change the diaper you're like we're good and then as you're changing they're like no i'm not done shitting yeah here's some extra for you mom Mm -hmm. and then it's like and the boys the boys like to pee on you i've never i I never got peed on by Kaylee. I got peed on by by my first. And funny enough, I got peed on by John once. So Mateo, he
1: peed almost on me once. I caught it in time. Like I pulled the diaper back and he was just like, I was like, oh, oh,
0: nope, Mm -mm. you're not going to get me. (laughs)
1: He he peed on Joe. He pooped on Joe. Like Joe literally changed his diaper and it was just flying shit. And I was like,
0: oh,
1: (laughs) lucky it was you and
0: not me. John peed on his face once, and then the face that he made, like he felt so betrayed. I was dying because I'm just watching it happen. He was like, The deception! How dare you! His face. His face was like, "Eh." it was so crunchy and that shit's going right into his face. Like, I'm like, you know what? Just whatever. It's whatever.
1: So, yeah. So, um, for the first year, don't wear any clothes that you actually like because you're holding (laughs) your child and they shit. It's going to get everywhere, everywhere.
0: You're you're getting shit on. You're getting peed on. You're getting puked on. Oh, like, puked on. It's just mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> that,
1: that that was always fun after they're eating and mm-hmm. you burp them just just all over you, <laughs> yeah. all over you. Yeah.
0: And especially if you're burping them and then it's like all down your back. You're oh like, yeah. Suddenly you're like, wow, it's it's really warm down my back. What the hell? And then it's like, oh crap. <laughs> I mean, it's gotten to the point. I'm not even gonna lie. There's been
1: there were times that I the shirt that I woke up with, I went to sleep with because I was not changing my shirt to get freaking thrown up on pissed on. It was not gonna happen. No. Listen, when you become a parent it's like, listen, I don't
0: give a shit anymore. Literally. (laughs) And then there were times when I'm like, I smell poop, but where's it coming from? And
1: it's on and then you,
0: and then you start smelling yourself because you're like the baby's not around you. So it has to be somewhere in your vicinity. <laughs> there are times when I'm just like, I never found it. And I'm like, you know what? All right. <laughs> Maybe it just singed my nose hairs and the yeah. smell is just there. <laughs> like
1: it was just And then there's also, you know, having to find your baby's favorite bottle because not one bottle
0: will fit all babies. I, I was, I was so thankful in that regard. My kids would go for any bottle. It didn't oh, matter. And I was so thankful. I was lucky like, you. you.
1: Lucky you because Mateo's bottle was the Dr. Brown's. And then Kaylee's bottle was, I think it's called the Co- cozy, 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 Mo- cozy something. Yeah. Is that, that like, mm-hmm. it feels like a boob. I tried six different bottles with this girl and she was like, nope, nope. Nope. Don't want it. Don't give it to me. Nope, Don't want it.
0: Aside from bottles because the same applies to pacifiers. Pacifiers.
1: Yep. Because yeah, Matteo son... took pacifier. Kaylee didn't.
0: Yeah, my son was kind of on and off. He took it, but only at night. Like it wasn't a daily thing. And it, mm-hmm. even then it had to be the one that had like the little teddy on the end of it. Mm-hmm. Like the little peluche yep. one. Because otherwise that shit would just he'll just be like, and out it comes. And it's just like, really, bro? I
1: I used to pray to God that Kaylee would take a fucking pacifier and she would not, she would not. She's like, get this shit out of my mouth. Don't put this near me. I don't want to see it. It's not happening, mom. No. And then I, I, there was one time that she actually like sucked on it for like a couple of seconds. I was like, oh my God, is she really going to take it? And nope, spit it right back out. She was like, nope, just kidding. I was like, "Oh my god!" I can't, On the I flip can't.
0: side, though, I'm also glad that my kids weren't addicted to pacifiers because then I didn't have to go through the problem of weaning them off the pacifier. Oh, so. I
1: did with Mateo. I did. He he left his paci when he was, I think, two years old. That was like his comfort thing. I was like, "Oh my god, how am I going to get this away from this boy?" <laughs> But he he did really good. He did a lot better than I thought he was. I thought he was going to like give me a hard time, and he didn't. A week, he was done with it.
0: John's comfort item was like a blanket, not even a blanket. It was the burpee cloth, <laughs> but like the muslin mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. It was that, and he would just snuggle against it with his face. And it got to the point where he always needed it. And I remember one day, I didn't have it. And mind you, he was like maybe seven, eight months old. I would say eight months old. One day I didn't have it. And we were driving. And in a panic, I gave him my scarf. And
1: you lost it. Because no. that was his, oh. No.
0: Now, now, I mean, yeah, now it's his. Right. Like to this day, <laughs> he still uses my scarf. And he puts it on his hand and he snuggles up against it. And I'm like, bro, it no longer smells like me. And it smells gross. Mm-hmm. No matter how many times I wash it, it smells gross. It was my favorite scarf. It was a Slytherin scarf. Mateo's, um, other than that, he
1: had first up until he was about, I want to say like three, three months, four months, he had this green little frog blanket. I have no idea who gave it to him, but mm-hmm. that was his favorite thing in the world. And then my aunt, she got him this, like, it's it was a brown, like, a uh, Sherpa blanket, like a, a throw. He still has his blanket until this day. I'm ready to throw this thing out. But <laughs> that fair, was, like, his favorite thing.
0: I had, I had my comfort blanket up until I was 14, and it was not by choice. Mm-hmm. Because I distinctively remembered packing it when we moved, and suddenly it didn't show up in the box. And my parents finally came clean and said they tossed it when I wasn't looking. I was so mad. I think
1: Kaylee never had anything that she was like super. Oh, oh, me. It was me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm lying. You were her it thing. was me. I was her thing. I was her comfort, everything. So yeah, I was, I was lying. Just kidding. It was me. This girl. I mean, she did not get off of me for nothing in the world. I'm telling you for a whole year straight, I slept with her on my chest. Because she did not want, she, she would not sleep on her own. She would not want to be in her bassinet. She did not want to sleep on the bed. She did not want to sleep with her dad. She wanted to be right up here on oh the bed. Mm. Yeah,
0: you became time. a slave to her.
1: I sure did. I sure did. So not only was I breastfeeding her, I
0: was also her bed. I will say there was an app that I found and they, have, they actually have a website that I found when I gave birth to my son and it was a lifesaver. And it was called the Wonder Weeks. Yes,
1: that was a really, really good app.
0: Yes. So it's, it's an app on the phone. And then they also have the website um, online. But what makes it so great, so they it, it broke it down to these things called leaps. So your children throughout the first year go through leaps, which are kind of like developmental um, or physical leaps, In, you know, that short Mm -hmm. span of time. But what I loved about the app was that it really broke down each leap, what to expect through each leap, and also when to expect it like it would say, between this week and this week, it's coming up because you put in your, your information. So I knew what to expect, when to expect it. And it was almost like clockwork, Mm -hmm. where it was like the app is like, your baby's going through a leap. And it was like, and all that stuff. Yep. Sure enough, it was. And, but I was able, I felt like I was able to prepare a lot better knowing what I was expecting. Right. So I urge everyone to like check it out. It was super helpful. I loved it. They still have it. And it's still like, I I don't know what I would have done without it, to be honest. It I was hear you. So good.
1: Yes, I definitely recommend that.
0: But yeah, so
1: I mean, the first year you're not going to get any sleep. Baby is going to be super clingy. There is a lot of poop. There's a lot of diapers. There is a whole lot of, uh, you know, uh, panic, but it's all worth it. It is so worth it.
0: Just, it really is. You know,
1: holding these precious little things in your arm that you and your, your partner created and watching them grow. Mm-hmm. They grow so fast. They Within really that do. first year, they grow so fast before mm-hmm. you know it. It's like, Oh my God, where did my newborn go? Yeah. I, I remember like when his first birthday, well, both of them, when their first birthday was coming up, I would look back at like their pictures and I'm just like, what happened to my baby? I know my babies.
0: Like I yep. just gave birth to you. I still do that. Absolutely. I, we, we had a one-year-old at the house the other day and I was just like, oh, I'm like, John looks like a ginormous giant next to this child. Like my baby, what happened? He's grown. Yep. He's only five, by the way. Right. <laughs> But it's like we just gave birth to them the
1: other day. And yeah. now it's like they're their own little people and they don't want to. I mean, well, no, Kaylee's still <laughs> attached to my damn hip. But for the most part, she's very independent and likes to do things on her mm-hmm. own. And, you know, when I try to do things for her, it's like, no, mommy, I can do it myself.
0: And I'm like, fine. Okay, yep. fine.
1: Fine. Hurt my heart.
0: Yep. It's uh, it's uh, it's such an emotional time. It really is. It,
1: it sure is. But I wouldn't change it for the world
0: no i wouldn't either i
1: actually miss those days so do i i really do <laughs> i i do i miss holding them and yep. putting them to sleep and mm-hmm. you know
0: especially the just baby holding. clothes and the smells oh, not the poop so smells no. but the, the, the you know the yummy smells yes
1: yes mm-hmm. all right guys we were here remember we'll be here all night talking about our babies yeah for um, real Thank you for tuning in and we will catch
0: you next week. Yes, we will. Thank you. Bye. Bye.